how to pick up a woman when they're in groups. Those are fun. Well, the, the important thing is rapport. And when I was in real estate, this was super important because often the wife would make the decisions regarding the house. And if all you dealt with was the husband, he gave you their credit information, their income information. He was the one coming in and so you can get them pre-qualified. And then he would, when it's time, after the loan's been pre-approved, they come in with the wife. If you hope, you got great rapport with the husband, you, you took, or the boyfriend, you took time to get to know him and you're friends with him, everything's great. And then you just kind of treat the girlfriend or the wife like an afterthought. It's like, and then what ends up happening is she doesn't like you because you never took the time to win her over. And the way you create rapport with other human beings is ask questions, take a sincere, authentic interest in other people. And so like, say you're at a party or you're at a bar situation, an easy thing to do for an icebreaker is just go over and raise your glass. Like the mayor campaign from my book, 3% man, you just... You go over and you raise your glass. Hey, what are you ladies up to? And you're like, oh, we're going here. We're going next door. We're doing this. We're here at happy hour. Whatever. We're doing shots. The company party. You're like, oh, great. And then where are y'all from? Or what do you, what do you, you know, you've asked her what, what they're doing tonight. And so what oftentimes works well, because remember, it's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. And so the girl that you really want to ask out, it's like she kind of comes last on the list. And so then you can start chatting with her friends and asking them questions and getting them to talk. Or you could be more direct. You could say, well, I came over because your friend, your girlfriend, she's really beautiful. And she, it just seems like life of the party or she's just, you guys all seem to love her and I'm looking for a good girl. And so I want to come over here and would you recommend that I should take her out on a date? Is she a good person? Is she easygoing, easy to get along with? Is she a nice girl? What do you guys think of her? And I've used that before, and sometimes you'll get surprising responses. They'll all start laughing, and if they know her well, and chip in and start trying to sell you on why she is a great person or a great catch or whatever. And I've also done that when I had these two women sit next to me one time at a restaurant, and I just turned to the, the one that was with her, and I said, and I asked her about her friend, if she was a good person, would you recommend I take her out? And you know, they both started laughing. She says, well, I, honestly, I just, just met her. I was like, well, then you're a big help. And then so we got, got a laugh, and they were getting ready to leave. So I ended up getting that girl's phone number and called her later. But it's really easy. But if you're like in a, a social situation, maybe you're at a party. Maybe you go to somebody's birthday party or a Super Bowl party or something like that. And so there's a group of women. And asking things like that because it puts the – especially when you're asking them for a recommendation for their friend – then what it does is they try to help. They want to sell their friend on you, and it makes it easy. And then you can just split off from her and start talking to her. But the important thing is that you get in rapport with everybody else and spend the 5 or 10 or maybe 15 minutes talking with them to get to that point. Because if you just go right for the girl you really like and start chatting her up and you kind of ignore the other girls then what often can happen is the other girls will then start sabotaging you because you didn't take time to talk to them. And then they come over and they grab the girl you're talking to and then whoop, they whisk her away. So it's important to get the girls in the group on your side 
And you do that. You, natural human rapport is asking questions, taking a sincere, authentic interest in them. You can ask about anything, about their outfits, what they're doing, where they're going, where they're from, what they love to do for fun, what they're doing that particular night. If there's cool places around there to go, maybe you're, maybe you're in town visiting. And so you don't know anybody. You're like, hey, I'm in town for the weekend. Where's a cool place to go to meet some cute girls that are single and ready to mingle? Or where, where can I go to meet some really good family-oriented women in this town? I'm only here for two days. And oftentimes the response you'll get is, well, hey, what about us? And, or the girl that is most attracted to you would typically chime in and, and say things like that. So the quality of your life and the quality of your relationships is going to always be in direct proportion to the quality of the questions. So ask the kind of questions that elicit good responses. But if you think about it from a reverse psychology point, if you can ask the kind of questions that causes them to try to help you, it's like what I talked about in mastering yourself with getting a job. It's like you call in to an office where you're interested in potentially working at the company and then you start asking questions of the receptionist. Hey, what's the company like? What are the people like there? What are the owners like? How long have you worked there? Is it a fun place? Is the company growing? Is it well managed? Do you like the people that you work with? And so when you start, because whoever is asking questions in any conversation is the one running the conversation. And that's how you maintain control. That's why it's so important to be the one asking the questions. And so you, like, you do that with a receptionist that you're calling. And now, instead of you being the guy that's trying to get a job there, these are the kinds of questions that somebody has lots of choices and lots of opportunities going to ask because they're the superstar. This is kind of like a LeBron James when he's a, or a Tom Brady when they're a free agent. These are the kind of questions they want to know because they have choices. People without choices are trying to get a job. People that have lots of choices are trying to figure out where's the best place to go work. And so when you do things like that and you start asking those kinds of questions, and again, I wrote about this in Mastering Yourself, now the receptionist is selling you on why it's a great company. And then you're like, wow, it sounds great. Well, who, who should I talk to about a position or the position that's open or whatever? And she'll tell you all about the person. I was like, were they available? Can I speak to them? And now when the receptionist puts you through, he's like, oh, I just had this great conversation with this guy, Corey, in the other line. He's so great. He's so nice. I think you'll love him. He sounds perfect for the job. And then they put you through, and then you go through the same thing with the person that picks up the phone. How long have you worked there? What are the owners like? Is the company doing well? Are there lots of opportunities for growth? And now that person is selling you. And then you go right up to the food chain, and maybe you end up talking to the owner, but when you go in for the interview, it's the same thing. And so everybody you talk to is trying to sell you on why that's the right place for you. And then when you're in the interview and they're telling you all these great things, I was like, great, well, I love what I hear. When can I start? They're already trying to commit you to start, and you say, it's really easy. And it's kind of the same mindset with the ladies. Take the time to get to know her girlfriends and a little bit about them. Be authentic. Look them in the eyes and listen and not really pay much attention to the girl that you like. And that if you get the friends on your side, and then the girl that likes you oftentimes might start to think that you're kind of interested in her friends potentially, which causes her to be curious and her interest goes up a little more. And then when you start talking to her, she'll try even harder to get your attention. And so now you got the girls on your side, then you can take her somewhere else, go have some drinks, shoot some pool, someplace where it's a little closer. And then you don't have to worry about the friends. Then the friends might come by and say, hey, we're going to go to so-and-so, but you and your friends should join us. Those kinds of things happen. So it's important to get rapport with everybody.
I don't know about you guys, but back when I was single, I thought that was pretty fun. Like, at least for me, like, being with a group of guys and, you know, at least when I would go clubbing and stuff, like, that was pretty fun. I don't know. I don't know about you guys. I mean, at least in your case, you're single. So how do you feel about that? Getting hit on by anyone and everyone. Um, at times, it's fun and it can boost your ego. I mean, don't let it get too high but at the same time um I don't know it gets gets old after if a while. you like the guy you'll be glad that he took the time and you'll like him more if all of your friends like him yes but if he were to I guess hit on my friends in a way to like try to make I didn't me... say hit on her friends wait, wait, wait. I say ask questions of her friends if this he creates were a to get a little flirtatious with my friends I find that like a well maybe not flirtatious but charismatic some people do confuse that with being flirtatious I agree very... but there is a fine line yeah. because I've had an ex of mine past that um, yeah you would take it as something else that isn't you know well I had my, we went out with one of my girlfriends around here, went and grabbed drinks, and at the end of the night, she turned around to me, and she was like, oh, yeah, you know, he he totally told me that if you don't want to commit to him, he'd totally be down, like, yeah, that's not what we're talking here. This is somebody that doesn't know you, doesn't know your girlfriends. You're out. You're at a party. You think he's handsome, and he comes over and starts talking. This is how you create rapport. We're not talking I'm about just saying the lying, in cheating my boyfriend. It has nothing to do with My that. instance, clearly, are unlike everybody else's. Um, but no, even, even... Negative Nancy strikes again. I think in Erica the Karen has spoken in other situations when I've been approached like out in public with other friends I'm not the only one who a good looking guy would be like oh nice to meet you what's your name da 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 and like I'll go to the bathroom with like one of my girlfriends and then he starts like chit chatting with like the one that we left at the bar. He's seeing which one he has the most connection with. Yeah. He just talks to each one of them. I'm like, oh. I and then he does you. like a lap around the bar. You see him talking to like a couple other chicks. And then comes back around. Does his thing. I'm like, I'm just not interested in whatever games that is. Well, at least he didn't ask you who you belong to. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. You should... Yeah, yesterday I went out. Did I tell you? So if you're in a group of girls and you see a cute guy and he comes over to your girls, I, have I mean, you had that experience where dudes have come over and yeah. your friends are all like, that guy's really cool. You should give him your I number. Mean, yeah, I think it's better for guys to do that in groups because, I mean, it it's less intimidating right. for you to come over to a group of girls and we're all chit-chatting, laughing it up, and then you come over and you're laughing with us. So you're building your rapport. So it's I mean, something and the that girl happens feels safer. Yeah, they, you feel safer. Because she's with, with guys. If she's, you know, you say you got one, one or two pretty girls, and there's a couple dudes. Maybe the the guys might be boyfriends of her friends as well. It's important also get the men that are in the circle and shoot the shit with the guys. You get the, and the important thing is like dominance and hierarchy. If there are men in the group, it's you. Know, 
introduce yourself to the ladies, ask them a question, and then just start shooting the shit with the guys for a little bit and create rapport with them. So they're like, this is a cool dude. And then you can start talking to everybody else and then ultimately find out more about the girl that you like. Maybe there's, say, five of them where it's two couples and their hot single girlfriend who's out with the two couples. And you know this because you see the two couples kissing and being affectionate. And you're like, well, the other girl's by herself. So obviously she's probably single. And they'll probably tell you that. And then since they all know her, like, well, is she a good girl? And they may know, think, well, that last guy she dated was a real douche. And like, this guy, he's got his shit together. He's, got, he's dressed nice. He's charming. He's respectful. And so you get the, the two boyfriends or the two husbands and their girls on your side. And then the girl that's single and available because their friends approve. Now you got social proof. So it's important. If there are men in the circle, make sure you create rapport with the men first. And then definitely the ladies after that because if you're a dick if you just start talking to ladies and the guys might get a little jealous and blow your ass out but if you talk to the men directly and then you get you're cool with them then they don't see you as a threat they just see you as a, a cool guy and then they'll probably introduce you to their wives and how'd you guys meet how long you been together those kinds of questions come up and then last but not least you can start talking to the girl that you really like because you've i mean it's just protocol it's a smart way to go about it because now Everybody that's with her is now on your team and is your ally, and they will help you. And that makes it a lot easier, takes the pressure off the girl, especially if she feel, she's going to feel safer talking to you if the men that she's with and the women that she's with are like, he's a cool guy. Versus just going straight for her, and then the guys might be like, what, you know, what a douche. She didn't even come and shake my hand or introduce himself. He just tried to, you know, take her out of there. And then... They can all cock block you. So you got to be smart about it. It's very tactful. Got to be tactful. Be the guys just out having a good time. Maybe you could go by first and cheers to everybody, introduce yourselves, talk for a bit, and then continue going around the room and doing that. And maybe half hour, hour later, you bump into each other against the bar and you start talking a little bit more. And there's lots of ways you can do it. Because there might be other groups of girls there that you want to talk to and see who also likes you or who likes you the most, who's the most enthusiastic to talk to you and have you join their group. Yeah. Feel it out first and then find out who you connect with and buy them a drink. Don't buy her a drink. Buy her a drink, nope. have a conversation, nope. make sure that she sees that the bartender's making it and passing it to her. For safety she purposes. Yeah. So she doesn't think that, you're bringing it over and it's spiked with something. She already has a drink. She's drinking. You got your drink. When it's over, you, you stand there. You Maybe. have a conversation. Then you tell her the, for the next shot is on you. She buys the next round. 